Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's James and Wiggy on Sports Radio WEEI. Um, I have a couple of friends who are very close with Belichick. Uh, one, in fact, vacations with Bill. Um, and they always say the same thing. Bill's a very curious person. His mom spoke multiple languages. His dad sort of created scouting. He had very academic, very cerebral parents, and they created a very cerebral little boy who is a studier and a reader, and he's curious, and he's always growing, and he doesn't rest on his laurels. He's uniquely built to be a great coach. He's super creative and super curious. Credit his mother and credit his father and credit the household. They created that. I think what we have with Belichick, the greatest gap in the history of any sport in coaching. Barbados Belichick. Well, with that being said, this is Wiggy and James here on WEEI. Happy Tuesday morning for those of you waking up, getting into work, uh, driving into work, and this rainy, soaked Tuesday that we have Wiggy. And, and this question I want to throw out there to everybody. The great debate, which was stirred up by Tom Curran, who wrote about this a few days ago. Who deserves more credit, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, for the Patriots' success, six Super Bowls over the course of the last 18 seasons, going for seven in 19? And you were Tom, part thank of the you. first we appreciate one. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You were part of the first one that um, with Brady and Belichick. Now, you were here for Belichick's and Brady's first season, too, as well, in 2000, when you went 5-11. and 11. Yes. And then you got to see it turned around, resulting in a win and a stunning upset as a two-touchdown underdog against the greatest show on turf, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, and the St. Louis Rams. So, Wiggy. I, I and I want it. I can't wait to hear your your reasoning on this. Who deserves more credit, Brady or Belichick? Well, both. You know, first off, they both. You know, it's Captain Obvious. They both like equally deserve the credit. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Tom Brady. Why? Well, the reason why I would go with Tom Brady because to me, you know, it's about and we've seen this. Uh, you know, we've kind of seen this. Before, right? We've seen plenty of Super Bowl teams win with coaches that you're like, man, how did they win a Super Bowl with that coach? Uh, um, and but then I've all you've also seen quarterbacks. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the quarterback. He's the guy who's out there. He's the guy who's not going to put the team in, in bad. Uh, a bad position because of bad decisions, right? The coach does a great job of preparing the game plan, getting the game plan together, but ultimately, at the end of the day. It's about those guys on the football field and especially at the quarterback position, which is obviously, you know, probably the most vital part of a team. When you have a guy like Brady who's not making many mistakes, who has the ability when you're down by four uh, four points with a minute and 10 seconds to go and no timeouts, has the ability to get drive the team down and score a touchdown. Uh, 
So when you look at all the things that Tom Brady has been able to accomplish in his career, I mean, granted, Bill Belichick has done a great job, but if I could pick, you know, one of those guys and say, who am I? Do I feel like I'm going to have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl with? I would go with the quarterback. You and I are on the same page on this. Mm-hmm. I, I and, it, and this is tough to say, but I'm going to go back and, and here's what here's the the people who will go people like Danny and Quincy and Albert in Rhode Island. And the people who are Belichick guys, and, and that's fine. I'm a fine. Belichick They're, guy. No, no, I know you are. We all. I mean, listen, right. he is the GOAT. He is the greatest coach of all time. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback, if not player of all time. But I think when, when you sum it all up, is that Bill Belichick's record without Tom Brady as quarterback is 52-60. and 60. And that, by the way, is including an 11-win season in 2008 with Matt Castle when Brady got cheap-shotted by the Chiefs' Bernard Pollard. They went 11-5 that year. They just missed the playoffs. So he's 52-60, and all-time in his career without Tom Brady. You think about, Wiggy, the winning drive against mm-hmm. the Rams, which you were a part of. You think about the winning drive against the Panthers. Which I was on the other sidelines for. You were on the other sidelines for. You think about the winning drive against the Eagles and Donovan McNabb mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. I was covering that one. Um, you, you like, hey, let's. You let's think go, about the the, the should should have been the winning drive yeah, in 07. to Randy Moss. Yep, to Randy Moss. Tom Brady, Wiggy. Tom Brady has put the Patriots in, and even in the loss a couple years ago to the Eagles, Tom Brady threw for over half a thousand yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. So. When you consider it, and people will go to that eleven and five season in two thousand eight, people will go to that eleven and five season. But let's make one thing crystal freaking clear on this: the Patriots had a really weak schedule in two thousand eight, and they didn't beat a lot of winning teams that year. They didn't. So it was it. Nice to go 11-5 and five and look like the system won you 11 games without Tom Brady? Sure. But ultimately, let's not also forget, Wiggy, there was a uh, a, a five, and if you want to consider it, mm-hmm. the playoffs, a seven-game drop-off. So you won five less games without Brady from the season prior to that when you win 16-0. and mm-hmm. So therein lies the greatness that is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. He's the anybody reason. with two middle names is also. I mean, that, how do you that, top that? That's like like that is just goat level. Right, and, the, and also the other thing too that you have to you have to factor in is so think about this. How many times have we sat here, right, and we go, man, when is Bill going to give Brady weapons? When is Bill going to go out there and and get guys yeah, right? on defense right. to make it easy for Brady? So when he's on offense, when is Bill going to do this? You know, for f- to put pieces around Brady, especially in this, you know, this run that we've seen them on. And the thing, and when we even talk about it this year a little bit, like where, you know, where, where, who was Brady throwing to? Why is, you know, why didn't Bill put these guys around them? Just stand the other. And the thing that we still know every single year is that even though Tom might not have the, you know, Shaquan Barkley's and the Odell Beckham's, mm-hmm. he still right. is going to be right in that AFC championship game and potentially right back in the Super Bowl. if And we talked about this before, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to put Patrick Mahomes on this team, 
this team, I don't think this team wins the Super Bowl. I mean, last year's team. Well, last year's well, team, this year's team. Yeah, last year's team. Yeah. Let's call it last but, year's but, team. But let's put Brady on the Chiefs with Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt. They win Just, the Super Bowl. That's right, they do. With Travis Kelsey? Right. You're damn right they do. And you You're could, damn right. And, and, you know, and that's, you know, you could look at that. You could say you do the same thing with Drew Brees. And now they're all great quarterbacks. Sure. But there's just something about when you look at Tom Brady and his ability. Now, he might not always have, like, in the Super Bowl this year, he didn't have the great, uh, the greatest statistical game, um, and they were able to win. But it's about that moment in time in that game where he needs to put that drive together and not make a critical mistake. Yeah, and and you go back when the Patriots had a 21 to 3 lead in the 2006 AFC against Championship game against I'll the Colts. Never forget that. And you ha- he's throwing to people like Doug Gabriel, uh Rache Caldwell, Jabbar Gaffney, you know, it's Daniel Graham. Right. His backfield was Lawrence Maroney and Kevin Falk and a fat Corey Dillon. And and they still were able to get it done. Well, get close to being it done. They're up twenty one to three, twenty one to six going to halftime, and they couldn't stop a nosebleed. And they couldn't do anything in the second half. And the Colts made adjustments. You and I brought this up before. Imagine Tom Brady, Wiggy, coming to the league almost simultaneously, being surrounded by Marvin Harrison, Edgerin James, and Reggie Wayne. Can you imagine that? Can you, which Peyton Manning had in Indianapolis? How many Super Bowls did he win there, Wiggy? One. Thank you. And that was in 06 against, and you know, whoever whoever got there against the Bears, you know, had a really, really good chance of winning that game. And Manning sucked that game. Go back and look at it. He was bad. He was bad in that game. Right. Uh, not good in that game. No, and and um, but you look, but like I say, you it goes back to when you start putting the pieces around Tom Brady, and he's been able to be successful, maybe without the without the perfect pieces around them. Now I'm not taking nothing away from Belichick. Don't get me wrong here, but when you look at the game and you just look at it throughout throughout time, it's about that guy on that field, especially at that quarterback position. Making the right decisions, we saw it That's with the it. we saw it with the Eagles, and you know um, when the Patriots lose in the Super Bowl, right? Nick Foles doesn't make the wrong decision, you know, right? And and, 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 and you can't, and, and maybe people could say, "Oh, you're making excuses for Tom," like the the strip sack at the end of the game. That was because they didn't have any. He had no help. Like he threw for five, he threw for over five hundred yards and, so and three mean, touchdowns, no picks. And, 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 and what was the biggest thing we were criticizing in that game? Oh, Malcolm Butler not playing. And who makes that decision? Bill Belichick. Right. Who played 98% of the defensive snaps. So Brady or Belichick, who you got? 617-779-7937. Let's go to Joe in a car who's up next on Wiggy and James. Hey, Joe. Good morning, guys. What up? I've been saying this for years. Definitely hands down Tom Brady. Wiggy, you, you mentioned it. The only weapon that Belichick ever gave Tom Brady was Randy Moss. I think it was back in way and look what they did. Yeah, they didn't win the they didn't win the Super Bowl, but Tom Brady broke all kinds of passing records, right? Uh, yards, passing yards. I mean, touchdowns. Uh, uh, Bill Belichick, he's been lucky to have Tom Brady for all these years. Uh, and Mark, you even mentioned his what his winning record was before time before going to the Patriots with Tom Brady. He's not even at five hundred. No, he's be- way below, way below uh, Joe. Right. I mean, this is what I'm saying. And, and we, you, I mean, a quarterback is the toughest position to play in any sports, in my in my opinion. 
And what Tom Brady does mentally, with like being down three, four, seven points with two minutes left, that's not that's not Bill Belichick running that offense. Uh, offense. That's that's Tom Brady, and, and Tom Brady hands down is going to ten. So might, I mean, he's going to nine, right? But he's, I, you know, they should be going to ten as long as Tom Brady has a Patriots uniform and wearing number twelve. They'll always and let, and not to mention the fact Tom Brady has made so many players, coaches O'Brien, McDaniel's, uh, uh, McDaniel's. Look at these coaches; they they go somewhere else and they fail. And, but these mediocre players, like the the Dion branches of the world, uh, I mean, there's so many. When they leave the Patriots, they're bust. Because they don't have Tom Brady throwing him the ball. And, and so, you know what, Joe? And you know another thing, too? Look at how many busts that you've had at wide receiver here. You've had Chad Jackson, Aaron Dobson, Taylor Price. You've had Doug. You've had some bad wide receivers that Brady ha- has been. And, and, and when we talk about, and thanks for the phone call, is that you look at just the sense that imagine if Brady around the time he came in, was surrounded with the big four, like two Hall of Fame receivers, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and a soon-to-be, Wiggy, mm-hmm. a soon-to-be Hall of Fame running back in Edger and James. 12,500 yards uh, in his career, uh, 80 touchdowns. He will be getting in the Hall of Fame in the next couple of years. You're talking three Hall of Famers there right. in Indianapolis. Well, you think about it, right? You you think about it, and and you, you talk about when he did have that guy, right? The Randy Moss player. When he did have one Wes of the, Welker, one Dante Stallworth. Yes, when he did have one of the top ten wide receivers in the in the league. He he, he goes out there, he throws fifty touchdowns, right? He throws for uh, you know almost five thousand five thousand passing yards, quarterback rating of one seventeen, and the team goes sixteen and zero. Yeah. You know, 16 and 18, 18 and 0 if you go well, with well, yeah, But I'm saying during right, the, regular the regular season. season yeah. So imagine if you were able to have that for – and imagine if you really caught Randy Moss more so in his prime prime. And you know how you asked the question? You put me on the stand there, which I like. You did that. You said, what happened in that game against Philly? Let me ask you this. Super Bowl 42, mm-hmm. Glendale, Arizona. Who put Ellis Hobbs one on one all on an island against Plaxico? Six. Yeah, that was Plaxico. a bad move. Who who did that? That was a bad. Was move. Was that Brady do that? No, that oh. was a bad move. No, 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 you can blame bad, on Cornell. Bad, bad Cornell. Well, I don't know who makes that final decision, but it's somewhere coming from either Belichick or the defensive coaches. You can't go one on one, and then he runs a slant and go, and it's a jump ball, like you said. Yeah, Plaxico's six five, and Hobbs oh no, no, he's like six seven. Whatever right. he was, and Hobbs is like five ten. So yeah. it's like yeah. mismatch all day long, Eli. All you got to do is just keep it in bounds, and and he had caught in a ton of touchdowns that year on jump ball, so you should know yep. that, you know? Right, yeah. So, again, and not to blame it on Belichick, because here's the thing. That game, the Patriots got worked by the Giants' D-line. They they couldn't stop Strahan, Tuck, uh, those guys. Right. They just couldn't stop them. And, and I think that if Belichick had Patrick Mahomes or he, if he had, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees, I the, he'd still win Super Bowls, but... I don't. He would know. He would not be as in the same area that he is now with Tom Brady. Like uh, I've like that one caller said, potentially going to their tenth Super Bowl appearance. Right. They've already got six on their belt. Yeah, he might have won maybe uh, you know one or two uh, with those guys, but not having Tom Brady yeah. and what he's been able to do, 
you know, obviously propels this team to a whole nother level. Let's bang through these calls. Tyler, New Hampshire, I'm next, Wiggy and James. Hey, Tyler. Hey, guys. So, uh, obviously, this is the question of the century. Um, I got to say, after reading uh, Michael Hawley's book, Bill and Belichick, uh, or Brady and Belichick, Belichick, you guys are talking about only the offense, and you're not talking about special teams and defense, the other two phases of the game. And Belichick's ability as an innovator and as the team builder, I think, cannot be understated. So he's finding the players and the trades and the free agents and creating positions. I mean, he basically created the slot receiver and the dominant tight end. And I think that that has to be spoken about a little bit. Interesting. Uh, well, well yeah, but we, sure. we talk about that though, right? Yeah. But we also talk about we're not ignoring you, it. We also talk about not you know you know early early years the defense you know he put those pieces together, but then later on we we're like Bill, why where why are you not adding these guys? What's up with the defense? Why isn't it like it used to be? So yeah, you can factor that in uh, as well. But give me Brady. Give me give me TB twelve eight days a week and ten times on Sunday. Stephen a Cape, you're up next. What's up, Steve? Guys, I just I, I make this real quick. I, I I don't disagree with any one of your points, but mm-hmm. but but I got to go the other way. I, I've been a season ticket holder since the seventies, and I was there. No kid. By the way, good. For, listen, Steve. Amen to you, man. Amen to you, dude. On those cold bleacher seats at Schaefer Stadium. I, I was there when a dude came out with a tractor to plow the field. Yes, I was. But anyway, oh, no kidding. <laughs> but, 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 but but I got to I got to tell you why I go with Belichick because I was there the day that Bledsoe got cracked. And, and, and he got laid down, and, and and when he came back healthy, and, and uh, Belichick said no. I'm yeah, that's what people hit. Wiggy, people forget that you were there. Right, people like Dan Deardorf and the Patriots run up to the CBS booth. Uh, Steve, if you go back and watch the broadcast, someone mentioned me last week, John. Please check this out. 2001 uh, opener, Patriots-Jets. They Dan Deardorf or whoever is doing that game says on the broadcast, this is, uh, Bledsoe is not hurt. This is a coach's decision to stick with Tom Brady in the game. Yep. And that started the entire run. That started the entire run. Everything you guys have had to say this morning is true. But that decision started the entire run. And, and then one other thing. i got to do this so I get off the floor. Wiggy. Yo. My lifetime memory, my lifetime memory, that, that Robert Steele of second base is the, the biggest play in the history of, of the Red Sox. My biggest memory, I am in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And about, you guys are marching down the field, and my kid says, I'm sitting next to my kid, I'm blessed. My kid says, David Vinicius is I looked over to my son, I said, Chris, I'm more than not. He needs seven more yards. And Wiki, you know what happened next. I do. It, they go to you, my buddy. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Tom Brady put the ball right, put the ball right on a dime. The biggest play, the biggest play in my lifetime, and, and you made the play. So next thing you know, Vinatieri kicks the field goal. I looked over to my kid. You know, I said to my kid, "What's that?" I said, Christopher, I said, Christopher, the Red Sox are going to win the World Series. Wow. He looked at me. He looks at me and he goes, "What?" I said, "Yes, Wiggins and 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 Brady just tipped the world." Back in its right order. Oh, well, there you how go. So how about we, that? Not only did I start, not that? only did I start the dynasty for the Patriots, I started it with the Red Sox. D- well, I, oh. yeah, you, you did. Listen, it all. You know, like karma. Like, Brady and I, we tipped the world back to its it, right back to order. Boston. Made We're it like th- Captain America and Iron Man in Avengers. Title Town. I know you're big on those comic book heroes. <laughs> that was you, guys. Jer- Jerry in Rhode Island. Hey, Jerry. Hey, I'd like to uh, ask. Uh, 
uh, question to you guys. Uh, you guys talk about who's the greatest uh, Belichick or Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a tough one, man. But I want to throw this out to you to discuss. And uh, whenever players call into the line, uh, the defense obviously has to make some adjustment or try to anticipate what the play is going to be. Uh, you see a lot of times uh, uh, when the play changes, it's it's uh, jo- Brady's job to make the adjustment himself since he's leading the charge. Um, don't you think that might come into some consideration when it comes to uh, the success on the field when put up against a team like uh, Indy and uh, Manning and that, that and other teams that have the ability to, to throw a wrench into the offense? And, and I see a lot of times Brady will do the audible, which means – there's been a change. There's been, a, been an immediate change. There's no communication on the sidelines. Brady is the man to make the change, to make the adjustment. How do you guys feel that weighs in this argument? This discussion? Wait, wait, is, yeah, he, that, is he I not mean, the greatest pre-snap yeah, he, well, quarterback? I, I, in Peyton play? Manning's pretty good at that, too. You know, but, but Brady's Brady, the best, right? Brady's, you know, I would say they're, they're equally as uh, as good as that. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock Peyton for that. But, but Je- uh, Jerry was right that they both have that ability. And not a lot of quarterbacks can understand and see it and, and be able to make those adjustments. And that's another thing. It's like you have a coach on the field. And so when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady or, a quarterback that has the ability to be a coach on that field. It's it it, it continues to help your team um, drastically in a positive way. Now let's grab Dan and Cranston here real quick. What Brady or Belichick? Uh, who you got? Belichick and uh, two things real quick. What's his record in the twenty games he hasn't had Brady? In the twenty games he hasn't had Brady. Well, 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 no, no, well, it's four, fourteen and six. Oh, you mean you mean in you mean, just in New England? You mean in, in New England? Yes, in New England. Yeah, in New England. yeah that's okay. what we're talking yeah. about. Okay. Poor, the by the, by the way, giving them to- Go ahead. Uh, if you just do as Cleveland, I think without right, the Cleveland's eleven five, a little skewed though because you know it's. Okay, go ahead. But but like forty, I think he's forty one and sixty without the eleven five season oh eight. Just FYI. But go ahead. All right, real quick about not giving Brady toys. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I hate this argument. Who has been, for the most part, the biggest offensive weapon in the last nine years? Uh, Gronk. Yeah, I would yeah, say. Okay. I, I would say not Gronk. a toy. But he's not a toy. He's not a no, no, no. Gronk. He's not a toy. Yeah, but look what he's able to do when he have a, when you have a guy like that. We're talking about just more than that. You know, defensively, that's what I'm talking about when you talk. Biggie, of, yeah. How, how many how many teams have won a Super Bowl with a stud receiver? How many in the last? But how just many thinking, teams have like won a, with the yeah, well, like the Antonio Browns. Like, how many teams have actually won a Super Bowl with the focus on a stud receiver? It's almost none. It's a completely overrated. They, their offense is not built around the. They've never valued the wide receiver, you know, except out, outside of Moss. You look at all the teams that won Super Bowls. They've never really had that stud receiver. So, but they I, had I, Randy Moss, fine. but they didn't win it with him. But they did have him. Yeah, was, so, yeah. My point being, you look back, you look at all the teams that won recently. They've never had that stud. Receiver. That's a good point, Wiggy. Yeah, it, I mean point. it is, but I look at it more so not just the offensive, whether it's the 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 running back or whether it's not. You don't need a stud receiver, but when you think about some of those receivers that we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Richard Caldwell, Doug Gabriel. You don't have to have a stud receiver, but just have a like you know good receiver. Those guys, you would think there were some people like yo, those guys, they're trash. Yeah, you know. So just to have like uh, like an Edelman. 
or a Welker. Amendola. Yeah, those guys yeah. might not be the stud receivers like you're thinking about the Randy Mosses and that kind of thing. But if you did give him the stud receiver for a long period of time, not only would he have won the Super Bowls, but he would have put up the numbers. But don't forget that slot receiver position with Welker, that mm-hmm. whole thing that you see right now with Adam Humphreys mm-hmm. and, and Thalen in, in Minnesota, whatever, that started here in New England. Well, I mean, and if welcome. you really want to go back to the origins of it, it, it started really... In the modern-day football era, no? Yeah. Well, when you, what do you consider the modern-day football era? I, well, the last 20 years. All right, so then it started really with the Jets. With Crebet? Yes, with Crebet. Okay. Right. And, and Belichick right. was on that staff. Okay. And you think about Belichick, Charlie Weiss was kind of the innovator yeah. of that. And then Fair it was enough. Troy Brown. And then Welker took it to another level. He did. All right. Uh, we'll continue to get that. Wiggy's got headlines coming up. But first, it's trending. But first, we trend. This is Boston Sports Station. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, trending now brought to you by 495 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Have you been waiting for huge savings on your next truck? The wait is over. Stop in the 495 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram to get the truck you want at the discount you've been waiting for. Red Sox put the smackdown last night on the Rays in St. Pete. Not Tampa. In St. Pete last night, 9-4. They went up 8-0. Erod, seven innings strong, striking out six. He's 12-4 on the year. Game two of the three-game series tonight. Joe Castig, Josh Lewin right here on the WEEI Red Sox Radio Network. We'll see if Chris Sale can make it two quality starts in a row. Pre-game at 6-10, game 7-10. Patriot players are set to report to training camp tomorrow ahead of the first scheduled practice on Thursday at 9-15 in Foxborough. Six members of the team will start on the pup list. Al Horford said on the Dan Patrick show yesterday, the Celtics tampering accusations against Philadelphia are kind of ridiculous. Horford was responding to a question about a recent ESPN report that the C's accused the Sixers of tampering with Horford before he signed with Philly in June. Doesn't every team sort of tamper with these yeah, guys? It, I mean, it, 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 like that, it's almost like... It, we it, know what it is, right? It, it, it's A lot of these deals are done, and then when... It, the de- like the official free agency said, "Oh, this guy, like, come on, right? They're already talking to their boys, anyways. Come on, you know? come on." And Marcus Smart has been reportedly added to Team USA. He will join Jalen Brown in the training camp roster. That's what's trending now in WEI and WEEI dot com. This is the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Headlines with Wiggy. Headlines with Wiggy. You've heard it for years, but you've never heard it like this. It's time for Headlines with Wiggy on Sports Radio WEEI. The McDonald's on Soldier Field Road has been closed. This isn't a strip club where you need to get an alcohol license. See, I'm an old school soda guy. No, no, the touchscreen's no good. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Alcohol went up faster than uh, the McDonald's (laughs) over there. I'm loving it. His chicken is good, though. Oh, it's so good. So much of my paycheck every week will go to Chick-fil-A. You have an easier time getting in what used to be the mafia than it is getting Chick-fil-A. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. All right, this is a Wiggy Headlines, you know, and um, Headlines is always sponsored, right? We're sponsored by Northeast Men's Clinic. Uh, It's for all you fellas out there uh, specializing in men's sexual health. Uh, Learn more at northeastmensclinic.com or call 617-793-5000. Thousand, all right. So, men, get make sure you get over there. Help yourself out. Your ladies will love you. 
All right, so we're going to uh, go. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We always got to mm-hmm. make sure we give a shout-out to my man Chris Curtis, the originator of Headlines. I'm just trying to follow in his footsteps. So good morning. I don't think he was the originator of Headlines, but to your point. Good morning. Think that, he wasn't? Th- th- no. There he was he st- wrote the first headline ever. I thought it was John Meter Perel. Was oh, well, the-, the first headline ever in the world. Well, I thought he was he the originator. The oh, he. Oh, yeah. No, oh. he. No, he didn't invent it. It well, was. It was. It was going on way before, like long time. John. John Mita Perel did it for a while. Was it like <laughs> cool, like when Curtis does it, or was it like just you know? I no, I'm I got to listen to John Mita Perel's headlines. Right, right. It was. It was different. And yeah, we we all put our own little swag. Right, on exactly. Right. Yeah, Curtis, so sh- Curtis. Curtis. He got he it. Found a lot That's of the buzzer. So shout out then, I guess, to John Mita Perel then for Mita, uh, Mita for doing his thing. All right, so um. Uh, you know what? There's another criminal loose. If, if you are in the ATL area, Zone 6, there has been a criminal running loose down there. Uh, he has been robbing a lot of different... There you go. He's been robbing a lot of different uh, stores, convenience stores. He's robbed a Waffle House. Oh, no. Yeah. They got cameras all over there. Yeah. He's, well, I'm going to get to that because this is pretty crazy. Uh, he's robbed a Dollar General and multiple drugstores, CVS, and those type of things. Now, he does it without a mask. Is he white? He's a black guy. He does it without a mask? Yeah, he does it without a mask. He does Run not- out of napkins down there? Yeah, they ran out of napkins. Unlike our criminals that we have up here that the one guy uh, robbed the bank out in Winchester with a napkin. No, no do-rag? No, 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 no do-rag, Standing. no- no, uh, no stalking, no uh, 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 from the town, uh, President Obama mask. Guy no, Fox. There's nothing. No Jason from Friday the 13th goalie mask. He is doing it with lace front wigs. He is going in there with multiple wigs. There's pictures of him all over uh, the Internet. I got this uh, story from Black Sports Online. So if you want to see it, he goes in there with multicolored wigs. And he is still, <laughs> yes, he is still on the loose. He's he's robbed a number of, and what he does is he slides them a note and says, uh, demands cash. And do they, they, do they know who he is, though? Uh, they don't know who he is. They're just calling him Uncle Tyrone. Oh, Yo, no, no, Uncle Leroy. Cash. Uncle Leroy is what they're calling him. They don't know who, who he is, but they said that it won't be long before they arrest this guy. I would hope not. Yeah, they before they arrest this guy because clearly he's doing all of this without a mask and what we've talked about. In this day and age with right. all the surveillance. Yeah. That's what you would think, right? Wow. 2019. For all you criminals out there, if you are going to rob anything, you might want to get your mask. I mean, you can go to any store now and buy a, a Halloween mask to put on your face, but... He's doing a multicolored wig, so maybe I guess he's figuring out if he's wearing a wig, they'll think it's a woman. So I don't know how that's going to work out for him. Uh, soccer superstar. Now, everybody knows this guy, and I always butcher his name. Cristiano Ronaldo. Close enough. Close yeah, that was enough. good. That was good. I always butcher his name. Uh, he had an incident. I don't know if you heard about this story. He had an incident back in uh, 2009 where a woman by the name of Catherine Catherine. Uh, my auger, uh she basically has said that he assaulted her and raped her and did all types of stuff. Do you remember this? They were in Las Vegas, um, and they were at a hotel in Vegas. They met at a nightclub. They ended up going back to the room and hooking up. And uh, and so she said that he assaulted her, and there was supposed to be this whole criminal charge, but he has gotten off the hook for it. Uh, they are not going to charge him in the sexual assault case. And they're basically saying that they don't have enough evidence. And now, supposedly, he paid her 300, uh, 375 k in hush money. 
But the Clark County DA uh, in Vegas is saying we are not going to find anything because there's not enough to prove uh, beyond a reasonable doubt that he did anything. So that whole case, I, I, I can I tell you, mm-hmm. feels like a cash money grab by this woman to try to. You know, well, I mean, I don't know if, if they're not, you know, if they 2009 and they're not being yeah. able to find anything yeah. or being able to do anything. Money, 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 money. Right. And if uh, if he allegedly paid her 375, maybe she wanted more money. So mm-hmm. who knows what happens on that one? So uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, is going to be off the hook for that sexual assault case that he was looking at. Now, this is a scary situation, right? Why weren't we going to the DR? Man, it ain't because of the big poppy shooting, right? What was one of the other reasons where everybody was like, man, let's stay away from the DI? Because people were dying due to uh, drinking some bad alcohol? P- yes. Free trips to the Dominican. Yes, free trips. Reamer said he would go, but that is correct. Oh, wait, by the way, we'll do a one-way ticket for Reamer. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him there. But <laughs> pe- people uh, were dying because of allegedly, you know, every time they went to the mini bar and they had some drinks, uh, well... One place that you're going to have to stay away from, which one guy didn't stay away from, and I don't know why Tom Brady is down in Costa Rica. Um, Costa Rica is now on the list as well. And uh, since June, they've had 19 people have died down there. What? Yes. You're talking we, You're talking six weeks? Yeah, well. well what the hell's going on? I'm going to get. McDonald's up and built since well, then. Well, if yeah. none, none on Soldier Field Road in Brighton. None in Brighton, as Mark James likes to tell us. He's still waiting for it. So almost going to take them, what, two years before they yeah, get that the, McDonald's We got the big dig in Brighton here We're on Soldier Field Road. We're watching a slow, painful death. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been 14 men and five women between the ages of 32 and 72 have mysteriously oh, died. No. Um, in Costa Rica, but the government down there is saying the reason why what they believe the cause of death has been has been linked to uh, poisoned slash tainted alcohol, which has methanol in it. Like you ever heard of like methanol or something like that? It's some type of methanols, uh, huh? Menthols? No, not menthol. Like cigarettes. It's no, like some no, type no. of. Uh, Lick, it's some type methanol. of methanol. Yes, there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's why we have Lucy here. It's the smartest <laughs> one in the room. Methanol. Yes. That's not really. Uh, a t- that's more of an indictment of us. Well, well, yeah. well, hey, listen. You always need one smart person that's in the right. room, right? So methanol, and what they're saying is happening. They use that for like uh, um, for antifreeze and varnishing, and you know, model fuel. And they're saying that it's getting in the alcohol because. There have been a lot of knockoff uh, uh, bottles of alcohol and brands being sold down Antifreeze. there. Antifreeze. Yes. Yes. Wiggy, that's... Oh, how yeah. is this happening? Well, it, it's happening because uh, the unregulated rules of the alcohol, and there's been a lot of cheap brands and knockoffs, so I guess people might be adding chemicals into the alcohol, and that's what they're, you know trying to save themselves some money down in Costa Rica. They haven't really figured out the Dominican Republic, but the government down in Costa Rica is saying uh, this is the cause of it, and this is the reason on why. So if you're going to go down in those places, you might be careful about No Brady was just down there jumping off a cliff. I mean, that's poison. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, mm. So you might want to be careful. Make sure you're staying away from the mini bars and be careful of what you are drinking. Now, we talked about this Odell Beckham thing, correct? Yep. We've talked about it, and we said, you know, what is the deal with these athletes? And, you know, they should be focused, and all they should be thinking about is football. Well, Le'Veon Bell went to social media 
to basically rant about this very thing that we talked about. Hey, real bro. I'm tired of social media. I'm tired of everybody talking about like, you not focused. Um, you only want to make music. Uh, you want to play basketball. He do everything besides play football. And let me tell y'all something. Everybody talking, man. I know y'all got a favorite person, a favorite athlete, your mom, your dad, whoever y'all do. So if somebody work at Target, do you think when they work from day nine to five, they go home and all they doing is worry about putting themselves? They trying to worry about what serial numbers coming up? No. You think Brian is waking up? Oh, he ain't having no Taco Tuesdays? Bro, don't have Taco Tuesdays? Y'all think he's just whooping all day? Y'all think Beyonce waking up singing all day? <laughs> I believe Beyonce does get up singing. I can see Beyonce waking up in the morning and just, you know, hitting high notes when she rolls out heading to the shower. Think so? Oh, yeah, because think about how many people sing in the shower here. You sing in the shower? Sometimes. Right. I, think sometimes. I definitely do. Right. So everybody, yeah, Lucy, you sing in the shower? Sometimes. Right. Sometimes. I sing in the shower. It's, and normal. it's normal. But imagine if you had a good voice. Do you pee in the shower, Wiggy, is a big question. No, I don't pee in the shower. That's disgusting. Why would I pee in the shower? In real men, there was a thing. I, I, there's I, a toilet. No, I know. There's a sign I, heard, I saw one time said, real men pee in the shower. So is that just, what they do? Yeah. No, I don't pee yeah. in the shower. Okay. That's why I wear flip-flops when I go to the gym. Because well, 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 first of all, don't ever shower in public. I'm talking about just in your private. Yeah, what do you mean shower. don't shower in public? No, 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 no. Like, I, I don't shower in public. Play, like, a public, like a so gym. So you go to a gym, you don't take a shower? I go home and take the shower. Why don't you take a shower at the gym? Because it, what you just said, the germs. I'm a germaphobe. I don't well, you want... wear flip-flops and you'll be I fine. I don't want to do it. I don't want to touch. Like, I just... I'm, so do you go to the beach? electricity. The germs get in the flip-flop and they crawl up Right, your exactly. And, and your do you ever go to you. the beach? Of course. So what do you wear when you go to the beach? Sandals. And the sand gets in them, but that's different. Well, it's just that thousands of people walking on the beach. But it's the gym. It's the <laughs> athlete's foot and stuff, you know? Well, there's no athlete's foot at the beach because no one walks barefoot at the beach. Luckily, you won't have to worry about that. So, yeah, Le'Veon Bell uh, yeah, is, basic, I like that. is basically ranting and saying, hey, listen, I'm more than just doing football every day. And there's Beyonce singing in the shower. And guess what? That is your headlines. All good stuff, Wiggy. All right. I didn't uh, know if you had, you know, headlines is fluid. So if you ever got something to drop in I, there. I like it. I, li- I like it. Yeah, Chris Curtis, uh, he's, I don't know. I'm, I'm you're, trying you're, to make Chris Curtis him. proud. No, I'm not trying to catch him. I just want to make him proud. No, you're, you're, you're definitely catching him on headlines. All right, coming up next. Good morning. <laughs> just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, some dumbass on a national television show says something even more stupid about Bill Belichick. We'll get to that next on Wiggy and James. The WEEI Sports Radio Network. You're locked in to the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Bill Belichick's full story is never given. When they talk about when when Michael Vick came back after the dog fighting, yeah. every time they mention his name, well, you know he was involved in the dog fighting scandal and went to jail. Every time. Bill Belichick can never be the greatest coach. There's a cloud there because of the way that they do their business. Someone's going to write a book and expose the New England Patriots. Tom Brady cheated that they would go to the dumpsters and the, the other opposing team hotel. You want to say Barry Bonds is a cheater, but you won't call Bill Belichick a cheater. Why not? Oh, that was Rob Parker, who the more... Why not? Wiggy, just when I think we're out, as Michael Corleone said in The Godfather Part 3, they pull us back in. Rob Parker, I mean... You know Rob Parker, though. It's like... Does he believe this stuff he says? No, there's no way he believes it. You know, the whole thing of, like, 
going to, and I know he's kind of being facetious when he says it, like going to the dumpster and stuff like that. Every team does, like, you know, goes through the other team's locker room after they leave and see if somebody's left some things around that you can maybe get. It, that's not like cheating. That's like, you know, seeing if we can get a little bit of an advantage. The but whole- would, you have, would you ever have a problem if uh, Apple and Microsoft were going at it back in the 80s and 90s when, as their companies were really starting to try to become the pioneer in, in computers and, 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 and basically invent the next big thing as Microsoft was Windows and Apple you know, was their computers and their, and their PC. Would you have a problem if Apple going into the dumpster and like trying to find what Microsoft was? I mean, that's... So right. I mean, is it immoral, unethical? Sure, yes. but that's part. You but know, that's that, that's, yeah. that's part of it. You know what I mean? It's kind of part of. Trying, but here's the thing: I, like I wanna, the whole cheating thing, he's going to go back to a so, spy so, game. So let me let me bring this up. No, no, no. First of all, they're like number one is this. We have to state this for the record, John, because uh, Glenn Ordway has brought this up time and time again. When John Tomasi was with the Boston Herald, he wrote an article yes. that was factually erroneous right. that the Patriots spied on the Rams right. the night before the Super Bowl that you were a part of right. during the walkthrough. That, Wiggy, did not happen. Can I say this again? That never happened. Right. It, it, I, I'm stating for a fact that, <laughs> like, John Tomasi right. and the Boston Herald cop to it on the front page. It was wrong. Right. Belichick got caught at the beginning of the 2007 season because one of his um, cameramen were taping from an angle the Jets and his former assistant, then head coach with the Jets, Eric Mangini, said, you can't do that. So from that moment forward, which everybody was doing, remember, I'm not surprised, though, that a camera was involved with somebody in the Patriots. Everybody was doing it, and it was in like Bill said when the whole the the flake eight thing was going on. It was in front of eighty thousand people. So let me ask That's you, you question: being a moron and not changing your signals every week. Let me ask you a question: If a student in college gets caught cheating on an exam, mm-hmm. and for the next eighteen exams, well, actually including that one, gets caught cheating during the middle of a test, right? And if you want to call it cheating, which, like you said, everybody was doing it. Mangini just, like, they just shouldn't have been doing it from the angle they were doing it. Whatever. They went 18-0. and 0. At, After halftime of the Jets game in 2007, they won that game and the next 17 games. They went 18-0 and 0 with everybody staring at them. Everybody looking at them. They went 18-0 and 0 after being considered cheaters. Did they cheat those games, Wiggy? No, but no. for a week or two. That's that's what you do. No, but you 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 know, like when you have people like Rob Parker and and they say that they say the dumbest things and they say these things. That's what they initially go back to. That's like their crutchy and oh, what about Spygate? But when you really go back and see what was Spygate and what really happened, right. it was hey. You 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 you're supposed to tape from a certain area. You weren't doing it. The NFL tells you don't do it no more. You decide to say, you know what? We're gonna move our cameras a little bit further down. That's what you get caught for. But like Bill said, he was filming in front of eighty thousand people, which everybody did back then at that time, to see if maybe you can get some hand signals or get away with it. But he goes, that's your stupidity if you don't want to change your hand signals. You know, if you're not willing to do that. 
then is that really cheating or is that you on the opposing sidelines being not smart enough to when change? People call Belichick, Brady, and the Patriots cheaters. All I can say is this. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you well, can't. Well, the thing is, is when they try to do it for the Flakegate, right? You, you talked about the Flakegate. They come back out the next season and Brady wins the Super Bowl. And then um, you you think about the deflate Ward the flakegate jokes the deflategate. They won three of the last five, right? But the deflategate year. Think about this: the deflategate year when that actually happened. Didn't they win the Super Bowl that year? Because wasn't it a big thing throughout the postseason? Uh, the year that Tom Brady was served the suspension, they won the Super Bowl. Right, the year, right. The year before, they did not. Well, the the deflategate when all that stuff came out. Yeah, they beat they beat uh, the Seahawks. After Malcolm the Butler. after the Colts game that we knew about, oh, yes, 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 that yeah. year, yeah. right yeah. after the Colts yeah, game, they beat the Seahawks. Right, my point is, so after the Colts game, that's when all this stuff came out. Right there in the it playoffs, actually, came, it came, no, it came out after the Super Bowl. I don't think it no, came no, out no. before the Super Bowl. No, it didn't. Didn't we hear all that I stuff? I think so. I think I think it came out when John Harbaugh because they had beaten Baltimore that year, and Harbaugh. Or, or, or Indianapolis, it was Harbaugh, the Colts. No, so the, no Harbaugh talked we about. We gotta find the timeline. Here. Harbaugh talked about the Colts saying that uh, the Patriots deflated footballs. Harbaugh was the one who sort of mentioned it, right? But he well, told Har- the Colts. Harbaugh was mad because that was when that was when we started putting tackles on the end of the line. Yes. And we were sort of flipping the rules in that That's divisional right, game right. against the Ravens. And the That's following right. week, Dequell Jackson had the interception. Yes, he cl- that was the rumor was that Dequell Jackson went and told them, but and Dequell bl- Jackson said that was crap. It, I said it did not blow up until after the no. Patriots beat Seattle. No, 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 it, it blew up before that because no, I don't no, think no, so. it blew up after Seattle, but it. It was yes. reported prior. It was because that was that was the that was the, the that was the weekend of the Super Bowl. We right. had the we had the report it, it, it the twelve point five. Yeah. Right, it was a twelve point five. That was the weekend. PSI, yeah. So that my point is is that going into the Super Bowl, remember we were like, oh, now the balls are going to be even more inflated. Sure. We talked about, but that. it did not blow up right. the way it did. Right. But what after I, the what, Super what Bowl. I'm saying is, all eyes were on the Patriots. Going into that Super Bowl, and Brady went out there and performed at an extremely high level. And they level. were down by double digits going into the fourth quarter, and he came back. That's right. a joke. You, you know, it, basically what it comes down to, it's called Patriot Hatred. That's all it That's is. That's it. It's Patriot Hatred. And people want to hate because they can't. Nobody hates Jacksonville. They jealous of us. Nobody hates Jacksonville. Nobody hates Arizona. Nobody hates Cleveland until now because they got Baker and OBJ but you don't hate losers. You hate winners. On the other side, uh, speaking of OBJ, mm-hmm. uh, who's in Cleveland right now, Wiggy, get to that next on Wiggy and James. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.